0: Assalamu alaikum and hi everyone. Welcome to our Qur'an journey where we explore the secret verses of the Holy Qur'an through Qur'an tagging, Qur'an journaling and Tadabu. Our reflections are guided by resources from various mediums as well as lessons from qualified asatizas. We are also not trained nor qualified so we do not do our own tafsir of the verses. All of our discussions are based on our individual reflections which may include our experiences and references. In the upcoming weeks, our Tadabur will be focusing on the various types of fatigue one may experience in their life and how this experience is seen and loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Wasallam. In part one of this series, Nad will bring us through her selected verse from Surah Luqman, which will be the guide for today's reflection and discussion on a topic related to motherhood, which is the experience of fatigue of pregnancy, birth and breastfeeding. Over to you, Nad
1: assalamualaikum everyone i will be covering surah luqman ayat surah number 31 ayat 14 so this surah on a whole it's um this mekan surah is named after luqman a wise african man who is quoted giving pieces of advice to his son um in verses 12 to 19 on one's relationship with allah and the people it also covers other stuff but i'm just going to going to focus on that so um the ayat number 14 is actually um uh, from the clear quran the translation it's uh, to honor your parents and and we have commanded people to honor their parents their mothers or them through hardship upon hardship and their winning takes two years So be grateful to me and your parents. To me is the final return. So the Quran usually combines the command to worship Allah with the order to honor one's parents. This is why this passage interjects Luqman's advice to his son. In some instances, the Quran follows the order to be kind to parents. This is because some of the mother's sacrifices take place before the child is born and when they are too young. So the Quran brings these sacrifices to the children's attention. Um, okay, the tafsir based on um, a few resources that I found is that um, the Quran asks you to be dutiful to Allah and your parents because um, the hardship of bearing a child and the exhaustion upon exhaustion of um, carrying the child and then when you give birth and after you give birth is uh, ex- ex- exhaustion upon exhaustion uh, for the mother. so Allah mentions how the mother brings the child up and how she gets tired and suffers stress from staying up with the child night and day to... so um, in this surah it actually reminds the child to um, to remember their mom's treatments towards them. So um, in this surah, it was, Allah also reminds us to give thanks to our parents, uh, to Allah and our parents, because at the end of the day, the final destination that you um, will end up is with Allah. So, um and, and there are also other surahs that remind you to also be respectful towards your parents. And Allah also reminds you that uh, he will reward you most generously if you will if you uh, show your gratitude and respect towards him and your parents. Thanks, Nad, for the sharing and
0: setting the foundation for this week's discussion. Those who have experienced motherhood, specifically pregnancy, birth, and even breastfeeding, know the exhaustion that comes with the experience. The experiences and motherhood per se seem thankless, but Islam places great value to a woman's efforts of carrying a child through the great rewards. The difficulties encountered by pregnant women, such as health problems, will bring a great reward from Allah. With the birth of a child, women are generally encouraged to breastfeed. Breastfeeding comes with various benefits, such as increasing the psychological and emotional bond between the mother and the child, and it contains the necessary nutrients that a child needs in the first six months of their life. Being breastfed is also the right of a child, but breastfeeding is not an easy journey for everyone. Some may be riddled with pain and go through emotionally challenging moments to breastfeed. During the 33 months, less or more for some, of the suckling period, a mother performs the greatest self-sacrifice in the spiritual and emotional aspect, as well as her body, and most importantly, her services to her child. In a hadith which Aisha narrated, the messenger of Allah said, the believer is not afflicted by the prick of a thorn or what is worse or greater than that except that by it, Allah raises him in rank and removes sin from him. We know that the pains of pregnancy, labor, and breastfeeding are far greater than being pricked by a thorn. While there are women who are fortunate to be able to breastfeed, there are those who are unable to do that. And certainly Allah does not overlook this. As long as the niya or intention is there, Allah will have the good deed recorded. So let's hear from the rest of the ladies on their experience with motherhood and how they relate to this verse. Uh Farah, maybe can share with us about your
2: experience.
3: Okay, thanks Ralph. Okay, this this, <laughs> this topic got a lot of things to say, man. But yeah, um like Raf says, uh there is literally nothing. Ah, uh, no sickness that befalls upon you that Allah don't um reward you or, or um expiate your sins for it. And it reminded me of a story that I just uh read in Fadila Wahid's Light Upon Light. Um there was this man called uh Marub. Muhammad know if I'm not wrong. So he was walking and then there was a a uh, stray um like gravel went into his shoe, and then he 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 didn't like um got angry or anything like because it was causing him pain. he took out the the stone, kissed it, and then put it back on the ground, so why did he do that because he wanted to um thank the rock or the stone for reminding him about his sins, so I think relating back to this um uh whole lesson uh sorry relating back to this um birthright. Uh like Raf say is it's not it's not easy to, to be I mean it's not easy when you're pregnant. La. There's there's a lot of things and especially when you have a high-risk pregnancy for some uh ladies it's it's really like nine months it could be nine months worth of suffering for some some really don't enjoy it so um it's not easy. So yeah personally it, it uh I mean I, alhamdulillah, I didn't have um such a high risk pregnancy It's just uh, The second one had like A, a low line percentile But that's that uh, Nothing too serious So uh, But it was still It was still quite tiring Especially towards the last uh, Trimester lah. It's, it's just um, It's just when you're heavy And you have to Do your daily things uh, On top of Carrying like A few, few extra kilograms On your belly it's, uh, it's tiring So When things get hard When at night, you just want to cry because you cannot sleep and like it's just uh, uncomfortable. You just remind, you just remember this um this this particular verse lah, and 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 this is why Islam places um such Islam places mothers um like high on the pedestals. It's because of the things they go through, and I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of the hadith that um once someone uh, one of the Sahabas came to, uh. So uh, a man came to the Prophet sallallahu wasallam and said O messenger of god who among the people is the most worthy of my good companionship the prophet sallallahu wasallam said your mother the man said then who the prophet said then your mother then he the, then the man further asked then who the prophet said then your mother the man asked again then who the prophet said then your father so um when when you go through like um what the verse says um hardship after hardship in a pregnancy and then you tend to appreciate your mum your more after that like can you imagine she went that several times just to um, you know get your you and your siblings out <laughs> to this world the hardship don't only end after pregnancy and when you give birth it does not it's it, it's just the beginning like after you give birth they're still breastfeeding, and like Raf says it may work out or may not work out for you um and there's several factors and I think mom shouldn't blame themselves lah. um it is uh basically yeah it's 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 not uh, it's not it's not something uh it's not easy at all lah. it's just very tiring and like when um it was and when i and incidentally this uh this Surah, Surah Luqman, is um, a surah that Ustazah Farhana Munshi recommends uh, for you to read when you're in your second trimester. And I think um, there is indeed a lot of lessons to learn from this surah uh, from the start to the beginning. Mm. Okay, that's all.
1: Thank you, Farah. Yeah, we, we
0: know, or rather we, those who have experienced pregnancy, uh, know how difficult and how painful the journey can be. Some pregnancy can be alhamdulillah, mashallah, smooth ceiling uh, smooth uh, with uh, with very little or to no complications, while there are those who have experienced uh, various complications, uh, even near-death experiences, uh, but um that doesn't um that doesn't reduce a mother's love to the child. Uh, just because you know they they experience uh, such uh struggle during the pregnancy so we we, we know that you uh, know um, mothers have uh, gone through so much a lot of sacrifices to birth uh, their child uh, into this world so it is uh, only you know it is only uh fair and also their rights to to have us uh, love them uh, and also you know respect them. Yeah, so uh let's hear from Mirta, uh her experiences uh with you know with pregnancy or motherhood and even you know how
2: she really relate, uh relates to this verse. Uh, okay, my experience with pregnancy is probably like uh Raf said a uh, smooth sailing uh, for both of my children. Uh, I didn't have any like morning sickness or, or vomiting uh um, maybe some nausea but that's about it and my and the birth was also quite smooth so I didn't really have any problem uh, alhamdulillah um but one thing that really uh one thing that really affected me during my first uh birth right first after I gave birth to my first child was uh having to breastfeed her Because it was a whole new ball game for me and uh it didn't really work for me, but uh I kind of stayed, uh I kind of keep kept trying for about three months after after that I stopped breastfeeding totally. And for my second child, I I just uh I just gave up and (laughs) didn't even breastfeed her since uh she was born. So I guess Sometimes I envy uh other moms who have their experience of breastfeeding, but uh to me Alhamdulillah I see like there's no difference lah, uh whether it's breastfeeding or bottle feeding as long as we uh nurture our child when they are growing up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I resonate with uh Marita's experience because uh I don't have a child of my own. We we fostered our child, so I don't I did not have to go through that uh nine months of pregnancy. <laughs> so we had a child instantly, we didn't prepare for one. Uh I think I almost went into depression two weeks into the care, but I understood the you know the the sacrifices and the the effort it takes to nurture a child, to to raise the child, uh, to ensure that the child grows up well, uh, you know, grow up in a safe and um in a safe and nurturing environment. Um, yeah, so I think, I mean not, I, I think um to me, I know that there are people who you know who beat themselves for you know for not being able to to breastfeed, uh, or not you know or having some very difficult pregnancies and all that. But I think, um, I think it is important also for for us to remember that. Uh, ultimately, it's also the growth of the child that's important, and it's also the effort that you know the 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 sacrifices that you've that you've put through that Allah has that Allah is seeing this. Allah knows you know what you have gone through, and that you will be rewarded accordingly. Yeah. So let's hear from Ayn uh about her experience with uh motherhood and you know pregnancy and whatnot. Uh,
4: Ayn, let uh... Uh, I had difficulties with this <laughs> with, with uh, breastfeeding, so in the end, I ended up uh, not breastfeeding my child at a very early stage, so the guilt came and you know was a lot i have um my close friends are all just had their babies too, so there were a lot of like my like, comparisons so and then like looking at photos and everything like you know you you feel I I really felt guilty for not breastfeeding my child, but that was that you know I thought, uh, being pregnant is really uh overwhelming for me. Then giving birth also lagi overwhelming, and then breastfeeding lagi lagi overwhelming. So it's like never ending of overwhelmness. So um and then I think with all these uh social media posts about your friends showing the high end the very high of uh, pregnancy and their the yeah birth I think. It 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 really uh is it, is a I'm not really a jealous la but it's just like like wow like I envy this kind of like high with the first child. Because I was struggling uh because I feel like i'm'm I'm too old for this and, and and uh i i I'm not ready but then after after all that, I still am so thankful for what I've been given uh. so it really you know boils down to uh our plan for us, so i I, I just hope that its amanah. Uh, I am able to do it with justice. <laughs> In popular, I don't want to lose my amana because, you know, just because it's
0: hard. Yeah. What kept you going, Ayn? You know, when you saw, you know, all those uh social media polls, uh, you know, making you feel awful about what you are not able to experience, right? How how did you overcome that?
4: I mean, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, even now, right? <laughs> so, I, I, I try not to get it to me lah. Uh, but the thing is it's not that. Uh, I, I think it's really minor matter. So, every time I think about it, I mean, all these highs are not that easily achieved. Because I think confirm they have very good help. I mean, they have uh, a lot of, you know, Things that are behind the scene that, that they, they are managing very well. So I mean, I shouldn't worry about them and I just take one thing at a time. So I, I, I just think about like, I shouldn't spend all my mind, I mean, how, how to say it? I, don't, I shouldn't hover on things that other people have. So I just focus on what I have in front of me and, and yeah, I'll just be in the moment now with my child don't don't worry about uh how other people are with their babies
2: <laughs> uh i think actually social media
0: doesn't help lah. yeah because um in setting some unrealistic expectations of motherhood you know sometimes they may glamorize what motherhood is all about you know you see all all the glamour all the picture perfect uh posts on social media but then, uh, no, nobody knows what goes on behind the scene. You know, you see, um, maybe we see um, someone, you know, feeding the child all the nutritious food and whatnot, and then it makes you feel very, uh, very bad about yourself. But then we may never know behind, you know, behind the scenes, you know, they also may, may you know, they may resort to feeding their child with other things uh, because they you know they cannot keep up with all that so I think it's so important for us to know our you know our capabilities uh and what we you know and and you know doing doing this within uh what we are capable of and what we can do for our child because I think we know our, ch- our children best yeah so um yeah I mean this this social media post may seem, you know, inspiring and all that, but ultimately, also I think sometimes it can be, it it, 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 it may actually, uh, not motivate us lah in a way. Yeah. So how about not? What keeps you going? Um, when it comes to you know motherhood and whatnot.
1: I think like I am, America I have generally a smooth pregnancy, like, <laughs> Just, uh, just, uh, just, uh, what do you call that? Uh, FYI, like, my dear friends didn't know that I was pregnant, so it came as a surprise. I, didn't <laughs> I really didn't mean to keep it as a surprise, but... she did even happened. look pregnant, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, I thought I would, but then, yeah. So I, I, I swear, I, I wasn't, I wasn't keeping a secret, but it was, uh, I would say it was a nice secret to keep, lah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I had a very smooth pregnancy and I would say a very smooth delivery. But uh, like I remember to say, the breastfeeding you thought it'd be easy. You've read all the, you know, you you are prepared and all that. But at the end of the day, it's like it was stressful, and I'm so glad I have um, you guys to you know, um, what do you call that? Comfort me and. And make sure that I was alright, and I I was quite adamant to breastfeed lah. So and and that is on me because uh I was upset that I that my child was drinking formula when she was born. But then my husband pointed out that well you were tired, so you know, might as well you get the rest. Um, instead of stressing about it. So thank God for a supportive husband also. Yeah, but um i but I was motivated, and I know it's not easy it's because it there are days whereby I'm actually tired of pumping because all I do at work is just pump every two hours when when my child is in school, so yeah, I would definitely say it's like some days I wish I would just um like like my child don't need to depend on me now because sometimes when I come home at night, all I wanna do is just relax, but then i my child is stuck to me, yeah, but um. I, but what motivates me also is, like, the bond that I get with her when you're breastfeeding. And, like, you know, when they cry, sometimes you don't know what to do. You just feed her. Yeah, so, um and just um, breastfeed her yeah, yeah, because it will calm my baby down. Yeah, I mean, uh and I have also read, like, you know, if you keep giving your, if you keep breastfeeding your baby, like, when they're, like, every little thing they cry, you feed, every, like, comfort feed. um. They might not sleep through the night, you know. And but then it's like sometimes I and cause it's like you know, I plan to do it. Hopefully, inshallah, I plan to do it for two years. But um, so I'm like trying, just trying to tell myself it's okay. I'll get through the two years, and then hopefully she sleep on her own. Cause I'm actually a bit tired, like getting up throughout the night. Um, just trying to you know, um, uh, feed her because she wants. Sometimes she just wants to comfort latch. Yeah, but um, I guess. Seeing her smile and all that, that that's what motivates me. Now. But yeah, uh, and the stress of like, I think uh, when it comes to motherhood, it's not only the stress of um, looking after the child, it's also people's expectations. And I truly regret ever saying anything to my friends who are my dads, like, you know, you thought you knew, but then when actually when you have your own child, like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, you know. 'cause it's that like whatever I have said, um and when people when people actually say it back to me, I feel like a bit offended, like I guess you won't you won't know until you have dealt with a child yourself. You know, um even if for example like uh yeah so if you have taken care of a child much like, you know, over just over the weekends and like, for example my sister like sometimes look after my child but yeah, or my kids, cas- or my nephews and then you know, she give opinions but sometimes it's like um I do feel like a bit uh you know but unless you have gone through the whole process itself, looking like looking after a newborn and all that, you realise that okay, it's not that easy. It's it is actually a lot of work and you really need help and it's always good to just reach out to your friends whenever, you know, you feel like whenever yeah, just reach out to your friends. Even if you don't need help, you just need to talk, just reach out to your friends and I'm glad that I have you guys that I can text anytime, you know, and just share my worries. Although sometimes they a bit nonsense, right? The worries. Yeah. Okay, yes. So yeah, thank you guys for the, you know, you guys are my motivation.
0: It really takes a village to raise a child. This is not a cliche. It it really takes a village to raise a child and it takes a village to support uh, mothers to uh especially you know uh the early days of motherhood. Um with you know with Ayn and Nat uh being new mothers, we've heard their experiences. Now maybe we can hear from uh Farah or Merita, since you know, they 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 have two children. Just wondering, you know, how was it um handling second you know second motherhood uh while you have your other child. No, was it overwhelming for you? And you know how how did you manage to to overcome it?
3: I would say the second one was easier. (laughs) I uh I guess it depends on like like um the nature of the baby also I guess. Like uh anyway, like like uh like not say like when uh, it's really overwhelming after you you give birth, like there's breastfeeding and everything like that, right? So you you tend to have this like postpartum blues. So with the first one, I think I had um I had it quite badly la, and I didn't have uh, anyone to turn to, and it was only uh it was only my husband. And I was crying every day for like a week straight, and then the second week, um he had to take like a business trip, so it was terrible, and I remember feeling like. I I didn't want I didn't want a baby anymore. Uh, it, it was quite horrible. I didn't want to kill myself. but I, I just I remember I feel like I regretted having a baby. It was really really horrible. I wanted all I wanted to do was just uh be happy and go back to work, and like I feel like I I I don't know what now, but I feel like at that point of time um nobody told you how difficult it was to breastfeed. Everybody it meet it, it, it you um feel like it was the most natural thing to do. Like, oh, your milk will just flow up like um like fountains. But no, it's not like that. And yeah, I, I I um got both both ends of um this feeding issue. Like the first one I couldn't um and then we had to bottle feed and the guilt never really went away. It just um you just learn to live with it. It just it's just there Um, it makes you feel like you never really give uh, him the best nutrition because that's what they always say right Uh, but yeah I I, I chuck that aside and then with the second one it's like not say you don't have time for yourself all you do all you do is like um, devote your time to feeding uh, the baby because if you when you're breastfeeding the the only one who can breastfeed is you, and then when you go back to work, you have to pump, and then like the whole logistics of pumping—that's another thing altogether. And like, um, for those people who said that, um, breastfeeding saves money. No, it does not. <laughs> you have to spend so much on like the accessories also. So no, there's no, there's there's pros and cons. But I think, um, the best thing right now is also to stop like comparing how a baby is fed. And yeah, when when it comes to like, you know, um receiving another child into the house, is the when uh when we brought Mariam home, uh Ari fell sick. And it was uh it was chaos because uh we had to separate um Ari from Mariam and then um Arif is very uh munger, and all he wanted to do was all he wanted to do was spend time with me. And I and I keep telling him no, 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 cannot because I don't want him to pass um mm-hmm. the the sickness to a newborn, right? So yeah, I was really thought I was like I think I was gonna lose my mind lah because uh just separating them and then um husband had to go back to work and then luckily my parents were around and like Raf said it really does take a village to. To raise your kids. So yeah, but I really think that the transition to two kids is easier. It's just that there are some things that may drive you up the wall. And I honestly think that at the end of the day, it really depends on um, the nature of your ch- children. But yeah, what keeps me going is knowing that um, Allah rewards um, even the smallest things, uh, even your intention. And I came across a story uh on IG of a posting from this lady called Azila Rosa, Um, She says um, that the actions we do as parents is never um, insignificant because a woman ran between two mountains, desperately seeking water for her baby child. That action was so beloved to Allah that he made mankind do do the same action until the end of time. What action was it? Uh, It's when Hajar uh, ran between uh, Safa and Marwa seven times to look for uh, water for for ismail and um, that also helped to uh, motivate me to you know uh, it doesn't have to be big it just it could be like small things just taking care of them is already um, seen as a great reward
0: yeah, so we hear about you know the struggles of motherhood you know the challenges that everyone faces um while the while ch- while they are different experiences uh, i think everyone uh goes through the same the same struggle um which is uh, the fatigue of you know of having to of having to uh, you know go through the pregnancy you know with all the with the various complications, the, the the birthing and also the breastfeeding. so yeah but um, let's pray for the mothers, uh, our mothers, you know our friends our mothers, you know for them to be given the best in this world and hereafter inshallah. Yeah so thank you girls for this week's discussion. Uh, till then uh, stay safe, be positive and test negative. assalamualaikum
4: Assalamualaikum